0: Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 72, part two of our two-part chat with singer-songwriter John Batdorf. If you missed episode 71, we talked with John about kind of recording as the duo Batdorf and Rowdy back in the 70s, and some of his work with uh, television and and commercial jingles and and scoring, and how he kind of got back into singer-songwriter mode really because of a DJ on XM Radio who just was really a big fan of his and took his vinyl and burned it onto MP3 and started broadcasting it over XM Radio and his older fans, his old fan base said, oh, he's still around, he's still recording, let's hear some more stuff, and he did a... house concert and kind of went on from there. So now we're going to hear John play a couple of things for us. You know how this works if you listened before. We're going to hear a couple of things off the new release and have John tell us a little bit about the stories behind the songs. And uh, we're going to start off with um, a song called What Do You Got? And it's one that I really loved as soon as I heard it. And as you'll hear John talk about it, it's got kind of a A really interesting rhythm, which makes it hard to play, but he did it for me anyway. So we're going to hear What Do You Got? And then we're going to hear That Don't Seem Right to Me. And also, I wanted to mention at the start of this that, uh, again, you can go to my site, com, to go to the section for Songs and Stories 71 and 72, and I have links to John's site, his CDs, his calendar, where he's going to be. You can also go directly to John Batdorf Music. It's B A T D O R F, JohnBatdorfMusic.com, and everything's up there as well. So either either spot will get you all the information about John. And if you're a local listener and you want to f- see more from John or hear him and see him in person, on October 24th, he's doing a house concert for my friends Bev and Greg at True Wind Music in Campbell. So go to his calendar page and you can find out more about that but that 's on saturday october twenty fourth a couple of months away for you local people so let 's get right to it here's John uh, around my kitchen table with a guitar in hand, playing my request and uh, talking about songs behind a couple of his stories well so, so i'm requesting what do you got? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool of you. This is like one of the hardest songs to sing and have, uh, I haven't sung much today. I just
0: I love the lyrics. I love it, how topical it was. Yeah. It just it just when I it was one of those CDs where when I when I, I popped it in, not heard that song and I just played it like over and over like three or four times because it was it was so topical.
1: Well, it's funny uh,
0: and funny. I mean, even yes, though it's, it, even it is, though it, there's right. a point to it, and it's pointed. There's there's some funny moments in it too.
1: It's been interesting because I haven't played this I, you know as a guitar player. Sometimes you come up with a cool lick, mm-hmm. and it works great, and you record it, and you sing over it, and then you think, okay, I can play that, and this has got one of those kind of a cockeyed rhythms that happen
0: with I all think, this I think that's why I liked it, because of the rhythm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like it's really like it's like a Bo Diddley yeah. kind of a thing, but done in some weirdo tuning. So I had
0: to scree up and ask you to play it at my kitchen table.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's funny, you know, I had, uh, Friday was the first time I played this song live, uh-huh. because I, you know, I'm trying to learn the lyrics, and people that don't don't really know the process. I mean, you write a song, mm-hmm. you record it, and like a year later, the record's kind of done or whatever, you know, from the beginning. And then you have to learn the song because you it's been so long since you actually mm-hmm. came up with the idea. You've written other songs, you've recorded, you've overdubbed, you've kind of lost touch. So then you have to go, okay, how'd that go? And then you start playing it and you think, oh well, gosh, how am I going to sing that? That's a pretty weird part. And yeah. The, o-
0: the other aspect, too, is when you, you know, write a song, record it for CD, and you you bring in other players or you play your multiple parts then to go out and play it either with a band or by yourself live you got to figure out okay, how can I and how do I want to do this live and that's a, it almost becomes like a whole new song at some point.
1: Yeah but the, the thing was that we really wanted to because we use a lot of electric guitar, uh-huh. not like screaming guitars right. but color of electric guitars. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah it layers uh, everything nice a lot of
1: drums, uh, mandolin and all that stuff but the, the main thing every time we did a mix
2: uh-huh.
1: guitar voice. Mm -hmm. And then everything else Filled in around Mm -hmm. But that was That was the focal point Because I wanted to make sure That the guitar voice Song was Was the feature Mm -hmm. And not have it be like You know Where you're doing like You know know, Crossroads or something Where you have to do Some five minute jam Right And that's the Most important part of the song Yeah That wasn't going to work So anyway I will do my best on this Okay I I am cheating with lyrics Nobody can see I've sung it flawlessly Well not flawlessly But close There's a lot of lyrics On this song
0: and folks can always buy the record. We'll link to yeah. it on the podcast. Yeah. You really want to hear it again.
2: My girl worries that the worst is coming. How can we live on next to nothing? stretching out every dollar So no more gourmet coffee make the old bottled water And I'm telling her What do you got when the well runs dry? What do you got when you can't get by? What do you got when the mortgage rises? On calendar?
0: That, that would be a really tough rhythm to play and sing over.
1: Yes, yeah, so you could tell. Huh? I could. It's, it's brutal. You can't think.
0: It sounded that. great, but I was watching your fingers thinking about, yeah.
1: It, it's, it's pretty a sick song. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry it's going to be so popular. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: be playing this every night until I die.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. It's a great tune, though. Oh, thanks, it's a really good song. Thanks. You got one more, any?
1: Uh, yeah, let me do something maybe a little easier. Uh,
0: Anything you want to do. Okay. Well, I need to retune, though. That's actually one of those tunings that. What tuning was that? So you were keeping it on the second fret, but what was the actual tuning?
1: Yeah, when I was a, uh, when I was doing the second Bedroff from Rodney, album,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I got kind of bored with standard tuning. Mm-hmm. And I was a big fan of like, Joni Mitchell and and Crosby uh, Stills and Nash. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it shows.
1: Big Stills fan. I mean, I thought he was, uh, you know, Stephen Stills to me. Um, it was like the greatest innovative acoustic music guitar player that I've ever heard. I mm-hmm. mean, nobody played rock and roll on acoustic like that guy. When, when I when I heard, I was actually a keyboard player. I played when oh, I really? came to California. I played a Wurlitzer electric piano, hmm. and I heard Bluebird by oh. Buffalo Springfield. I played guitar, but you know, I just kind of hooked G, C, D, and the yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I heard that. <laughs> what the heck is that? And it was him playing the, the solo on Bluebird, and I thought, oh. man, I gotta play like that. So uh, I got me acoustic and started listening to him, and you know, those that period between uh, Buffalo Springfield and uh, you know those two Crosby Stills and Nash records, and even maybe his first solo record,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that was brilliant. All right, this is uh, another song that's on the album. Um, I'm not gonna cheat on this. I think I might know this one. Mm-hmm. Nobody will
0: ever know in the podcast.
2: Work two jobs just to buy gas to get to one. Takes three cars just to guarantee that one will run. And less. Paying more in taxes But it's still the same old mess Uh-huh as a torn up pair of jeans. right to To me, that don't seem right. To me, that don't seem right. To me. Awesome.
0: like you say, those songs are really topical, and you had to get them recorded and get them really out. Really quick,
1: <laughs> before we're in big recovery, yeah. everybody's rich again. I know. <laughs> while well, things are bad, i got to get these songs out and make people think about how bad things are. Go, go, yeah. go. I'll release it in Russia, maybe, if it doesn't work here. Yeah, really. I
0: yeah. interviewed <laughs> <laughs> one guy a while back, Nancy McLean from the Trailer Park Tributors, I and mean, he had all these kind of like... Not, Kind of like a, like you know right side of the dirt and kind of look at where kind of like positive stuff and he goes I thought it'd be good to get these out while things are bad like, and he goes if things get good again this album's not going to sell because everybody's happy anyway so what's the point right. so, anyway but uh, so the new the new CD is Old Man Dreaming the website is johnbatdorfmusic.com. and uh,
1: there's some great new videos on there too we, oh cool we uh, we lucked out uh, um, the guy that I write songs with Michael McClain was mm-hmm. doing another project where they were using uh, a, a film, and they were shooting oh. some high def stuff, uh-huh. and they made a deal with this guy. We shot four songs. Uh, they're fantastic music videos. I mean, they we had uh, we shot them. I've never done a music video. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get a lot of calls to star in them. So uh, <laughs> this is my album, so I had to be the guy. Right. So uh, they had uh, they had me come out there in this area out in the Malibu Canyon, mm-hmm. and we shot you know four different locations. The same song. You kind of lip sync along yep, with it. I've done that. Yeah. And uh, the first scene was, I said, Well, what do you guys want me to do? So, you know, I get kind of dressed up and uh, yeah. they go, well, here's what we want you to do. But it's this really long dirt road, it's about 200 yards. Mm-hmm. We're going to get in an SUV with the camera and we want you just to walk along mm-hmm. and sing the tune. I go, Well, that seems okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, as it turned out, it was really hard because I never really walked fast and sang. Oh. So, and then they kind of would go too and fast. And to stay on, to stay on your mark and, yeah, stay
0: the right distance from the cut. Come on,
1: keep up with this man. Like, I'm out of but it was really cool. It worked out great. And they looked fantastic. The editor, and editing is really everything in film. The uh, editor did a fantastic So, was ride. the
0: story around him, or was it just kind of like you kind of lip sync into different locations? Or... Yeah,
1: yeah. It was just me. It wasn't mm-hmm. really an inner, you know, intercut, any kind of yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but uh, that's on... when it gets really interesting. Oh, yeah. 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 They're on my website. and if you, go uh and click the videos thing. Okay, and I'll link
0: all that. that to the podcast, too, great. along with what and you're doing. And they look
1: great. I mean, the guy, shooting in high def like that, and, uh, you know, it, for me, I've got tons of stuff up on uh, YouTube that people have done live on their phones sure. and stuff, which always look great.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, to see those videos and how well they came out, now when I, when I, you know, I'm just catching on a little late, I think, but now when I hear this record, mm-hmm. I... I see the video in my head because I, I you know, yeah. it's really a trip. Yeah. I guess they had something going there when they came out with those music videos. Huh? All
0: those years ago. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for Michael Nesmith who actually <laughs> pioneered that stuff, and he's very credited for that. Um, one last question too, I, for the, I, you know, because we're talking about house concerts a lot and and playing house concerts, for I guess the three people listening to this Songs of Stories podcast that don't know what's a house concert.
1: Well, uh, as opposed
0: to like going to a club or a venue or.
1: Well, the great thing about house concerts is, and I found out about this, when I first started performing again, I went on, I heard about this uh, famous house concert series, Russ and Julie's. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Down your uh, way. So yeah. yeah. And I said, well, who are these people? They've been, mm-hmm. they've been doing it religiously, uh, 10 to 12 shows a year for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Was two years ago, they had their 10-year anniversary. And uh, they're really just, it kind of started, I think, with people who loved music Mm-hmm. Love singer-songwriters. There was really no place to go. And a lot, for a lot of years, you couldn't hear some of the people that you really liked because they weren't on the radio and they weren't getting booked. The clubs were all closing down. Right, uh, And they, it was
0: probably when FM started changing a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. it
1: get formatted like AM radio used to be. Yeah. So um, these people were, were music lovers and they thought, well, how can we see these people? Mm-hmm. Well, what if they had a over? our house? and <laughs> yeah. people show up and yep. give them some money and that's... And it's a great environment it's turned into this big thing now. Um, what they do is that the people come and they, they donate the money. It's not It's not actually, you're not buying right. tickets. And uh, I've been, like Russ and Julie's I think holds 125 people.
0: That's a big house they have concert. A PA.
1: They have a They have a stage behind their couch that mm-hmm. they move out you know, for the show. They have lights in their house. I mean, they're so into it. They're such music lovers but there's, mm-hmm. they're all in the United States now. Yeah. And you know, I've played in, in uh, like uh, my friend Charlotte who's here, had me do her house. I probably holds maybe, what, 30 people in the living mm-hmm. room? But it was great. I mean, there were people right here. Yep. And for me, I love, that's a, my favorite way to see music, though. Me too. My favorite bands that play in L.A., I, I go to their house concerts because it's just, it's the best way. It's the purest way to see It music.
0: is, and it's a combination of, for the for the artist, songwriter, it's just, you're, you know, you're, you're getting people who are there to listen to your stuff. It's and exactly you don't have, there. and actually, you don't have to throw in like half covers because, like you do, some venues. If you go to a crowd that they're not really open to an independent songwriter, right. but they'll listen to your own stuff if you throw in stuff they know. But at a house concert, you just play your own songs. Yeah, and for an and I go to a lot of them too, my wife and I, and you know. People aren't yakking during the the music. No one's on their cell phone. No one's texting their friend from the front row. it's great. It's really, to me, it's... uh, It's a labor of love for the presenters. I mean, it's a lot of work.
1: A lot of work. Yeah. It's really tough. But, um, and and they get nothing from it.
0: No. Other than the joy of the music. And they get good seats. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really, it's like, like, I mean, a lot of them, what I've found is um, they, they tend to have the same, I think, house concerts that I've gone to, played at or gone to, it's a mix of... People going for the performer and people that go every month because Bev and Greg are having a house concert or Russ and Julie are having a concert. Let's go. Let's see who this is.
1: Yeah, and, and, and even if they don't know the artist, they, they trust know it's going to be presenters. somebody who's pretty good. The presenters, yep. if they keep presenting good people, the people yep. will keep coming. That's yeah. the deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a very cool and thing. There's
1: lots of them out there, man. There's, yeah. there's a lot of really good acts, and, and that's a great way to see people. So if you haven't ever gone, that's that's a good way to to really, really have the, I think, the Coolest music experience because you're right there. You're, I mean, the guy you're talking to the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, yeah. why'd you write that? Well, <laughs> <and we're> actually, <laughs> from going, the front row, you yeah. can do that. Yeah, it's really it's, and
0: it's, it's and it's and it's okay.
1: It is okay. It's cool. It's just you know what? It reminds me of when I first started uh, back in the days when uh, you know there used to be these uh, uh, pot parties. I hate to mm-hmm. say, not only Tupperware, but pot parties <laughs> like in, the, in the in the late '60s, '70s. And, and what, you know, people would pass around the joint, mm-hmm. you know, not trying to date myself or say that I ever did them myself. i have heard of these things. I attended things. some yes, of them. Yes, yes. And guys would, Social
0: experiment, yes, nothing else. Yes.
1: Guys would whip out the guitars and, and, and start playing, and it yeah. would turn into this, like, really cool thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes the people were good, you know. Yeah. It was like, wow, this is great. At least it seemed great. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that's what it's kind of like, that same intimate thing that you just can't get at a club. Yeah. You can't get at a, I mean, a concert, where do you sit?
0: And you watch the video screen. Yeah, and it's
1: terrible. You know, you spend 100 bucks. Yeah. Now you go 10 to $15 and, and get to see the act. You know, it's kind of warts and all. You know, you got to make sure you floss before you go out there. <laughs> yeah, comb you know, your hair, wear a clean yeah. shirt. Make sure the zipper's up. You always yeah. shake that before you walk out there because yeah. the people it, are right it's, in front of you. It
0: goes back to the whole community thing about music, too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a true. shared experience. It's true. You know, and it's, it's cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for coming by. This was fun. Thank you. And we'll see you... Uh, um, at the next backyard house concert, something. I'll be there today. All right. <laughs> Drive safe. Alright, thanks, thanks again. So, once again, John Batdorf with What Do You Got? And That Don't Seem Right to Me off the new record, Old Man Dreaming, which you can find at johnbatdorfmusic.com. You can also get to him from my site, michaelgather.com. Go to the section for songs and stories 71 and 72. And uh, so a couple of songs off the new CD as well as a little commentary on what is a house concert for you three people listening who might not know. And speaking of house concerts, once again for you Central California Coast listeners, people like me, uh, John will be doing a show for Bev Barnett and Greg Newland for the True Wind Music House Concert Series in Campbell, California on Saturday, October 24th, which is a ways out, but it gives you time to catch up with these podcasts and hopefully make the show if you're in the area you can find out from about that from uh, uh, john's calendar page or you can go to truewindmusic.com and find out more about it there he's also pretty busy and traveling quite a bit so check out his calendar he's bound to be in a venue near you somewhere so once again this has been songs and stories i'm michael gaither if you have any comments about this podcast you can uh, or just want to say howdy you can email me michael at michael gaither.com that's m-i-c-h-a-e-l-g-a-i-t-h-e-r.com and uh, i really want to thank john for coming by because i know he was between it was a busy driving weekend and he made the time to come by and spend some time with me here at the house and talk about his music and kind of what he's been doing for all of us listening so uh thanks again to john and And uh, we'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories. And I think in the next couple episodes, we'll hear me interviewed for a change. Um, I was up in KVMR Wild West Radio Territory in Roseville in Newcastle, California, uh, about a month ago. And I did some live radio things up there. So I'll replay some of that and and, uh, post it up into a podcast for folks to listen to. So once again, I'm Michael Gaither. This is Songs and Stories. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate your time. Take care.